Welcome to the Pure Property Podcast, where we talk about all things property and property investment. The aim of the podcast is to give you our industry insight knowledge to help investors to invest intelligently. So today we have a special guest. We have Matt from our sales team here at Track Capital. And I thought it'd be a good idea to get Matt on because he's talking with investors day in, day out. And he's got a real insight into what investors are thinking about at the moment, um, especially as when we record this episode uh, it's the day after Liz Truss, the Prime Minister, well, ex-Prime Minister now, um, has resigned. And with, with so many moving components in the property market, um, there's obviously a lot going on and a lot for investors to, to digest and take note of when making a decision about their property investments, whether that strategy, what they're going to go for, etc, etc. So just touching back on that. So the Prime Minister has resigned. Uh, I mean, Matt, did, I'm assuming you saw that in the news and been sort of keeping in the loop. Have you had any instant reaction from investors that you've been speaking to sort of lately or? Um, no, hi, Toby. Obviously, pleasure to be on the podcast. Um, obviously, I've been a listener for a long, long time. Um, and I'm sure, obviously, it's been great for many of our clients listening as, and investors who have been also doing so. So appreciate that. Yes, in regards to that, I'd, I'd say we haven't had any direct kind of, as of recent, any, any impact on our end on the sales side. Uh, I know it was only yesterday afternoon. So, yeah, nothing on our end to report as such. But as, as you said, it will be interesting to see what comes of the next few days. Yeah, definitely. I think also... It's a bit like um, investors and just people in general now. It's it's kind of like the norm. I think there's been so much up uh, and down and sort of prime ministers resigning, markets sort of fluctuating, etc. I, I just think they're kind of a bit numb to it at the moment. So it, it, I think initially it will go over people's heads. I think it's quite, again, quite interesting because as soon as the prime minister... Uh, resigned yesterday pound rallied back now it's dropping again so you've got that going on then i mean the FTSE 100s uh, i believe dropped as well just with obviously the the uncertainty with 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 the uk government and what's going to go on who's going to be the next prime minister suddenly they obviously boris johnson's name gets thrown in the mix and uh, he's uh, preparing apparently to chuck his hat in as well and that that's caused sort of uproar you've got the chancellor's Announcement today for the budget, which has again sort of led to the, sort of, I believe, the pound sliding as well in anticipation of that. So there is lots going on. And I think what we're seeing in the property market is yes, there is that uncertainty. But again, as, been, as I said in the last podcast, it's it's difficult to know exactly where the land's going to lie. So we take it day by day. And I mean, Matt, you'll, you'll, you'll agree with this, or when you're speaking to investors, it's probably something that you will mention to them when you're investing medium to long term of course you've got to take note of this sort of stuff to make sure you're investing correctly and getting the right investment but that said it shouldn't be something that should put you off investing or stop you investing because over the medium to long term how property uh, sort of um how property performs is is always and has been uh, very very strongly would you agree on that matt 
Absolutely. Yeah. As you said, Toby, I think uh, as as we look at data across years and crashes in the past and, and lots going on, um, yes, there's a lot going on at the moment, as you mentioned. And funny enough, I've, I've had a good few chats with mortgage brokers. I actually had one a chat with one yesterday and he said stuff is literally changing on the day literally whatever was on offer yesterday sometimes isn't the next so it's there is a lot going on right now but as you said in the long term property does seem to be a very solid investment um but yeah as as a whole yes things are changing all the time i'd probably say if you're looking to do a, a quick flip as such um there may be it's not the best time but if your strategy is in, in the long game which majority of investors i probably say would do especially with with our investors, I find anyway, then yeah, it's hopefully not going to be too much of a problem moving forward. Yeah, good point that on the mortgage side of things. Uh, again, you deal with mortgage brokers on a regular basis when sort of uh, dealing with your clients. I was speaking to a uh, lender yesterday. Uh, they do sort of development finance, uh, commercial finance and, and buy to let finance, etc. And uh, I asked what their opinion was, and I, I have asked this to to a few people in in the mortgage industry, and um, they they were quite optimistic. So obviously, everything going on at the moment is causing rates to, uh, to be at sort of high levels. We're seeing the Bank of England increase interest rates, but what the main sort of uh, reasoning for the high rate from lenders at the moment is they're anticipating sort of inflation and in, uh, etc to carry on sort of rising with everything that's going on at the moment the uncertainty and that's why they're, they're sort of pitching their rates so high now what the, the the people that i've been speaking to have been saying is like look once the market does cool uh, or not the market, sorry, the sort of the, the landscape and the uh, sort of politics side of things, the government and inflation, the economy, etc. Once that starts to settle a bit, they they believe the actual end sort of base rate won't be as high as lenders are anticipating. And that will help in terms of uh, the mortgage products that will be on the market. So what that has led Two, and I was actually just reading an article about this today because it has hit the press today, is there has been an, an uptick in variable and tracker mortgages. So that's where you're not fixing in and it goes in line with the market. And it, obviously, if the market increases, it will increase. Uh, so that's something just to, to bear in mind. So there's been an up. Yeah, ex exactly. And this is what I've, I've actually been looking at myself recently for a, a remortgage that I'm in the process of, of doing. The reason being is the rates are lower. Uh, so uh, that's that's all, all also good and you can get products where there's no sort of uh, redemptions or, or low redemption penalties for coming out of that product at, at uh, sort of an early stage so some brokers saying look take a tracker now or variable because it, it's it's cheaper and then after a year when the market settles and there's more mortgage products available and we know what the rate is which is hopefully going to be more favorable potentially again potentially is the word to use there, it's not guaranteed, then you can then switch onto a mortgage product, which will hopefully be a better rate than you're getting at the moment. So that is what I've been looking at. And I know a few other people have been looking at now. So again, if you're listening to this and you are looking at mortgages at the moment, and maybe that's something you've come across, speak to your mortgage broker or whoever's dealing with your mortgage and get their advice, because that could be something that could work for you. Um, so with your investors at the moment, Matt, what's probably the most common 
uh, sort of thing they are sort of asking, or maybe the, the one of the most common things that's coming up to you at the moment in terms of questions regarding property investing? Yeah, absolutely. I think it depends what type of investor that we're dealing with. I think a lot of the time we have a mixture. We have some investors that come to us and they've got a big portfolio already, which they're just looking to add towards, which to be completely honest with you, I'm finding a lot of them are still buying, um, which is really good news. Obviously, they know they've seen COVID. They've, they've been through a lot of a lot of tough times, I guess, in the past, where whereas a lot of kind of not sure how the market's going to pan out. So in terms of that, we I'd probably say we've got a lot of our investors with a bigger portfolio still buying, which is really good and positive signs. Yes, they might be buying a little bit differently in terms of maybe going a little bit more off plan, as you said, because of the mortgage rates and interest rates and so on, maybe being a bit of a concern. We, we are finding that the way to potentially go around that is by going off plan sometimes, uh, maybe a year or two off so we can let the, the rates settle, uh, hopefully. But yes, in terms of, I'd probably say a lot more with the first-time investors, people that are looking to invest for the first time. Obviously, it's it's a new experience for a lot of them. So it's uh, and kind of, they haven't no, don't know the market as much, as well in general. And I'd probably say the main questions that they're coming up with are, one, the mortgage rates for sure, uh, the inflation side of things, and definitely, is there going to be a crash or will prices be dropping kind of significantly in the next uh, couple of months? And a lot of people are wanting to wait because of that, especially we're finding that in, in more more the first-time investors as such. Yeah, rightly so. I mean, if that's your first investment and you haven't got the experience within that market, you're you're rightly going to be concerned and hesitant because it's new for you. And also, it's, it's, a, it's a big chunk of money you're putting down as an investment. And a lot of people, um, and we do see this some, with a lot of the first time investors that, that we sort of come across is it's, it's their life savings or it's a big chunk of money they got there. So to put that into a property investment at a time like this, where you've not been through the ups and downs of a property market over the long term is going to be scary. So I can see that. Mm. But what I would say is, it, it can work the other way as well. Sometimes we have first-time investors that are a bit naive to it all because they haven't seen that side. So again, talking them through the sort of potential risks, uh, what's going on in the market, I think can be quite comforting for them um, and just to let them know exactly what the potentials are, what's going on in the market to help them with that decision-making process. And I believe you've had quite an influx of foreign investors coming in now and, and snapping up UK properties. How are you finding that side of things? Absolutely. So, yeah, I would say definitely over the past couple of months, actually, in general, um, I'd probably say a lot of the time beforehand, we were quite 50-50 in terms of the split between foreign investors and UK. We have found a, a big um, influx of investors coming over from overseas uh, I do think to highlight what you already mentioned, Toby, about the pound potentially being a bit weaker has been a massive benefit to that. Um, obviously, essentially, in some countries, they're able to kind of get a discount as such. So, um, yeah, no, we would say, yeah, we've had a, a lot more foreign investors looking into the market and, and snapping up deals that, that we currently have. Once again, I'd still say we, we are finding a lot of people buying off plan. Um but yeah, definitely a lot more foreign investors coming over and uh, wanting to find out more or learn more about the property market, whether they've already bought here or whether they're um, first-time investors as well. Yeah, I mean, they're going to get more for their money. And, and on the off-plan side of things, that is 
certainly becoming more popular because of what's going on. It, 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 like you, said, you can get in now, get a deal. Uh, you can get the, the benefits of investing off plan. And what I would say is that there's some developments or s- some scenarios where sometimes we can get even more of a deal because developers will know the inser- uncertainties that's there and they will sort of want to incentivize investors even more so just because they'll know obviously how the market is reacting. So that's quite interesting to know. And we, we have managed to get some good deals for our clients. But yeah, that, that makes sense. The one thing I would also say is we've actually been very busy. I mean, this is actually, as it stands at the moment, um, on the 21st of October when we're we're recording this, this is our busiest month on record, which is quite surprising because coming out of the last quarter and going into this uh, quarter, quarter four of 2022, we we again we didn't know how the land would lie. Would there be hesitance? Would there be sort of a bit of a lull where we're waiting for things to, to happen? But I'd probably say maybe the 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 people that have stopped I- investing for the time being while they wait to see how the land lies has been taken up by the influx of foreign investors. So it's worked out okay, and it's still quite a busy market. So that has been been good and positive to see and that will help the property market as well as we know there's a lot of bad press about the property market at the moment how it's going to sort of crash and etc etc which again we don't really know about i mean we don't even know who the next prime minister is going to be at the moment it's um it's really interesting times and it's, it's times that we that we enjoy i mean if it was if it was easy everybody would do it and everyone would be millionaires from property it's not that easy but it's also the opportunity side of things is what's quite exciting for the for what was is going to come after this in terms of deals and the property market so looking ahead um, although the uncertainty can be quite a negative thing to think about there is a positive spin on it in terms of what can be created from from this but yeah the landscape as a whole i'm I'm interested to see how that plays out but i mean yourself as well matt when you're dealing with clients um is there is there a location maybe they're focusing on or is there a specific sort of, sort of type or what, what is it you're finding is being the most popular among your investors at the moment? Absolutely. So, yeah, as you said, Toby, I just wanted to highlight as well that you mentioned and I was going to mention as well, we, we have had our biggest month in terms of, mm. of sales, which has been incredible um, to see in such a market of uncertain times as such. Um, but it has been really, really positive. So, um, yeah, just to highlight that, it's it's really good news. But, yeah, as a whole, we are finding typically a lot of our investors are still looking within the northern regions, for sure, whether that be overseas um, or in the UK. Uh, We find a lot of Londoners are also buying up north as well, just due to the returns and and the capital growth elements. I mean, there's there's so much regeneration going on in, in certain areas within for example, your Manchester and Liverpool's, but we are having a lot of success in those areas. Um, but yeah, as a whole, it has been, I'd probably say predominantly the Northwest regions that, that we probably say we get the most um, kind of attraction towards due to, as I said, the, the, the returns and also what's going on within them cities that is going to allow that investment to, to really kind of become great over time whether i mean we look at some of the data from home tracker which we which we constantly look at and i mean if we look at um liverpool for example uh, and even in manchester as well they're two cities that are constantly near the top for capital growth 
year on year at the moment. And I mean, in the last one as well, we, we had Liverpool up at 11.6% in terms of rental increases from last year. So, and that's with without the regeneration that's currently going on, the £5.5 billion regeneration on the waterfront, which is really exciting to see. And and we've, I mean, you, yourself, you've been up there, Toby, I've been up there. So uh, we, we can both see that coming along. You've got Everton's new stadium, which is already a couple of tiers up as well. So yeah, it's very exciting times within these cities. And I know uh, they're calling it the Northern powerhouse for a reason. So it's uh, something that, yeah, that, that the markets, and I know the Southern part of the UK is, is a very strong market already. And we can, we know that from the prices and, and also the rentals are, are quite strong, but in terms of how much is going on within the North at the moment, that's where I probably say, we're really finding is is our key areas and that's where we focus ourselves we've got a lot of our developments there that we work with alongside developers so yeah that's probably where i'd say is the most successful area at the moment for us yeah and i think now what we're going to see is it's going to be a waiting game to see who is going to now become the next prime minister to really see how the market can potentially move forward and who the prime minister is going to be will probably dictate how the market will will shift now in my personal opinion i do think for a bit of stability rishi sunak is probably going to be the best bet i mean what he predicted would happen in terms of when what this this trust was wanted to do and did do came to fruition hence why he he set out how he was going to do things. Obviously, didn't get the chance to do so. So I think just seeing that just shows a bit of credibility from his side. But I do think from an economical point of view, it might not be the easiest route out of it all. Um, but he has got the right basis of how to take the country forward. And he's, he's got, a, in my opinion, a long-term plan. So I think with someone like that, if he gets into power... I'm hoping you'll see some stability in the market in terms of the the hope inflation in sort of the in, sort of short term, hopefully short to medium term, uh, in terms of the, the interest rates, everything like that. Hopefully, I think we would start to get some sort of normality or stability there, which can only then work well. Sort of property investing. I mean, uncertainty is never good. So when you have a more stable market, it makes it a more level playing field. So that's my hope in, in who's going to come on board. But yeah, we won't know. I mean, Monday, um, you're going to have probably three candidates maximum because I think they need 100 um, MPs to back them. And yeah, I mean, you've already got the papers talking about Rishi. Um, you've, you've got uh, Boris Johnson throwing his name back in. And I think Penny um, has put her, her name in that as well. So... Yeah, it's going to be interesting and it is interesting times. I think that's why this podcast, when it goes out, who knows what might have taken place by then. So the landscape is always changing. So we're, we're trying to keep these current episodes quite relevant just so you can understand what we're seeing going on from, from the front line, not just us individually in, as in property industry professionals, but also what we're seeing from the investors point of view so what they're doing what they're thinking what they're asking because if you are an investor it's good to sort of hear what how other people are thinking because it might be similar to yourself it might be different it's always good to see different points of view so i, I think that is, is what we're trying to do at the moment but lo and behold probably the next episode we do it'd be completely different we, we, we will know who the next prime minister is 
we'll, uh, we'll hopefully know what the landscape is potentially going to look like. And again, I think that's a word that I'm using more, more and more and more and more than I've ever used before because everything is, obviously is always potential. But as it stands at the moment, it's definitely a potential because there's no certainty at the moment. So, okay, that's been great. I mean, in terms of yourself, Matt, is there anything you sort of would would give advice on to, to I mean, what you're doing sort of day in, day out to investors? Is there anything you would sort of want to sort of throw in there? Yeah, absolutely. I think, as you mentioned as well, Toby, I think we've already kind of covered it slightly. But I think when people are looking to invest right now, whether that be a first time investor or an investor who's obviously just looking to add to the portfolio, it definitely just comes down to your strategy at the end of the day. And I know personally, um, I'm, I'm investing right now. And I know you mentioned on the last podcast, Toby, that you are as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, that, I think that obviously gives us a, a you, hopefully you guys a good indication that, that, these are people obviously with with portfolios already who are still doing so and as i highlighted earlier on we have got investors that have got portfolios that are still continuing to buy so as a whole i'd say look it just comes down to your strategy at the end of the day there's going to be um dips in the market and and the property cycle does go up and down along the way but yeah as 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 i said it's definitely just what you what the end goal is what the strategy is going to be and yeah, hopefully over time that will work out for you. But of course it's, it's, as you said as well, I think in the last podcast, Toby about it's finding the right investment. I mean, if you just buy any old thing, then potentially it may not work out, but it's obviously making sure you do the due diligence behind it. You do a lot of research, whether that be getting a professional on board like ourselves or potentially if you're going to go down the route of trying it yourself, making sure that, that you kind of have, have covered every area possible in terms of maybe getting that initial power team of, of a mortgage broker there, maybe speaking with solicitors beforehand. And maybe if you've got any friends that are in property, maybe getting some advice from those guys as well. Cause I do think that the more knowledge that you have and, and obviously it's hard because everyone does have different opinions on, on everything, but the, the more of an insight you can get from everyone around you can maybe help kind of format that decision moving forward for yourself. But as, um, as uh, I know, there's a there's a good quote by Warren Buffett that says, um, "Be fearful when others are greedy, and be greedy when others are fearful." Which I do think, to be completely honest, does does highlight that. And there is less competition out there in the market right now because of what's going on. So, something that um, yeah, to bear in mind. Certainly, I mean, look, you got to think if you're a seasoned investor with a portfolio, maybe doing it for a long time, you, you've see, you've been there, done it, you've you've seen sort of crashes, you've seen ups and downs in the market, so you are more comfortable in investing and investing correctly. But yeah, like you said, if you're if it's your first investment, or even if you are a portfolio investor, it's about making sure it's the right one for for you personally, for for the market that we find ourselves in currently, making sure you are doing it correctly uh, and again for yourself don't overexpose yourself don't yeah don't overdo yourself and, and make sure you're confident and happy with how you're investing because previously you would have investors maybe not as experienced they would have an essence of luck because of how the how well the market was doing it was a buoyant rising really hot hot market so they could be quite lucky if, even if they didn't get the best in property investment or, or the best price or maybe even overpaid slightly didn't really matter because the way the market was going they could piggyback off that and 
they would reduce the risk in it being a bad investment for them. Whereas in when you're in a market like this, where it's a bit of a lull and the uncertainty, you just have to make sure that you're, you're not relying on luck. And just like you said, buying anything has to be something that is going to work as a property investment as a whole and for you personally. So, yeah, good point on that, Matt. That's uh, yeah, definitely some great advice there to, to give clients and obviously the listeners that are on also, this. Sorry, Toby. Should I just drop in there? I was going to say as well that I guess obviously with your side and your role, you obviously help us get a lot of the developments that we come along by yeah. and you do due diligence on the back end. Um, is there anything where that maybe investors that you think should be potentially either looking for when looking at certain developments, maybe in city centres? Is there certain points that they should maybe yeah be considering in or, or looking at before making that decision to go for something? Yeah, no, great. That's a great question, actually. And yeah, of course, I think what you're going to what you want to see, which you would do anyway, but even more so is you want to see the credibility of the developer. Because again, in uncertain times, that's not just investors, that's developers, that's a lot of people in the property industry um, will be facing harder times, especially with with cost rising, etc. Um, that said, actually, I did have a conversation with a QS yesterday who said building costs were starting to level off and come down in some scenarios. So that's very positive that's here in, in, the, in the construction industry. But yeah, so picking a good solid developer. And again, you would kind of do this anywhere, but you, you want to be looking at where you are investing. So to make sure that there is a, a I mean, you, you're going to be looking medium to long term with these type of investments, but what's the fundamentals of that as a property investment? Because if it's just resting on one fundamental, why that's doing well, and maybe that's a certain a certain business or industry is very popular for that city and that's why it's been doing so well if that is exposed to going down or reducing in in the current climate then you want to be looking elsewhere you want a very rounded uh, well sort of well looked after in that sense property investment development that you'd be looking at um so yeah make sure you've got all the fundamentals covered because that's going to give you a more solid investment. Um, and then just the numbers, make sure the numbers are on point. They've not been sort of over-exaggerated how the rental market is doing in there. Um, and just really sort of drilling down on, on that data as much as you would anyway, but even more so um, how is that market? How is the rental market performing? What's, what's the tenant demographic like in that market? Because again, are they going to be affected with the current climate? Who, who knows? Um, so you want to make sure you're getting sort of a more, yeah, more maybe reliable tenant dem demographic. That's a, that's obviously again, well-rounded so they can weather the storm. Um, so yeah, just looking at factors like that. And considering these developments is something that I look for um, and I would encourage investors to look for even more. So, and again, if you don't know that or don't know how to look for it, ask who, uh, whoever you're dealing with, with the investment, whether if it's yourself, obviously feel free to reach out to ourselves. We'll be more than happy to give advice. Or if you do have a property investment consultant you're dealing with, ask them the questions just to make sure what you don't want to be investing at the moment is like I mentioned previously, like the lucky investors had maybe a location that has piggybacked off of a great market and looks appealing. Um, don't just rely on that because we have seen some markets that have done well, but 
probably just down to the market doing well, maybe not necessarily for the fundamentals that normally causes a development or property investment to do well. So just looking at those factors is what I would recommend. Sounds a lot of hard work, but when you break it down and do it efficiently, it's not that hard. Sometimes sticking to like your Manchester's, for example, your Birmingham's, could be an easier way to do it because you can see the track record, you can see the fundamentals, you can see the regeneration, you can see the businesses that are there, which are strong, solid businesses and industries and know that there's less risk in terms of that. So that's sometimes a good strategy to go go by if you're not confident in doing that research yourself. But it doesn't mean don't rule out other pockets which aren't spoken about because there are some cracking other locations where you can get some, some good investments and will show good potential in the medium to long term does that does that work out okay Matt yeah definitely I think as you said Toby I think as well when we get a lot of the questions sometimes as well such as you mentioned Manchester and Birmingham and and obviously they have seen a lot of growth already but obviously we are seeing that continuous growth carry on through data uh, that, that we kind of see on a day-to-day basis as well and in regards to that i'd say that we i've had a few questions myself saying is the demand still strong now i'm hearing there's lots of empty empty buildings and so on and and i mean as as we mentioned there it's it's about finding the right development the right location i mean we've got one of our uh, developers uh, that we work alongside with and they said they've got on uh, they've also got a a letting side uh, joint to the business and they've said they've got a long waiting list and that's in manchester so it's just about finding that that right location. And um, also, Toby, just to mention as well, if, if people are also looking for reliable sources, what, what, what kind of re- websites and, and kind of kind of where would you find these these good reliable sources from? Is there anywhere that you recommend for maybe people that are maybe just starting out or want to look at the data initially? Yeah, there's a few. I mean, one of the ones we speak about a lot on the podcast is HomeTrack. The HomeTrack reports are great. The rental reports, they're their sort of monthly house price index reports as well. So they're also good. And don't be shy to look at other house price index reports, such as Halifax Nationwide, because it's good to compare it and get different views from, I mean, they're lenders, so they don't always maybe marry up or sort of match up with each other and um, the, the the home track report. But again, it's good to get a well-rounded view. I would say Savills, JLL, these sort of uh, worldwide massive companies that have sort of millions to spend on research, et cetera, is, is again, looking at them to see what's their research saying, what's their forecast. So they would be the, the main ones I, I would sort of mention. Also just looking at sort of, property related news now just have to be careful because it's an article which they want you to read so sometimes the headline or maybe maybe the basis of the article might not be the best uh, because it might have sort of um, an agenda or 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 maybe that they they want to get across or as i said to sell headlines might make it want to sound sort of make it sound scary so what you can do though is in the articles is, is is skim through and if you can see that they've got data they're referring to well then go back and look at that data because they might just be twisting it and interpreting it a different way and then when you actually go look at the data it's not as bad or it might be different to how they've presented it. So just make sure yeah, you also look at that and do your due diligence on that side of things. But that's what I would say it would be the easiest way to do it. And the more straightforward, just looking at those credible sources uh, and go back, go back over time and, and look at previous 
maybe sort of data that they've they've brought out and see how credible it is, how far off were they, were they or how close were they, just to get an idea on um, yeah, sort of how stable it is. But that's that's what we will tend to look at in terms of that. And speaking to people on the ground, speak to people, estate agents, letting agents, uh, ourselves, property investment consultants, speak to people, mortgage brokers, again, getting a view on what's going on for them in the current market, how they find in the current market conditions, what's going on, especially in your, if you're looking at a specific area, you can focus on that because a lot of the the data will be used as an average for the country. But when you start breaking things down hyper-locally, different locations will be behaving differently. So different markets will have have different fluctuations or, or again the agents and the professionals there might have different experiences so yeah hyper local focus is always good if you've got your eye on a, a certain city that you've sort of been i'm in an hour about and now you're like yes i'm ready i like the data do that extra bit of research because it, it can only benefit you it won't it won't do any anything negative anyway um but yeah that would be my advice good stuff uh, is there anything else that you wanted to to run over no i think that's that's been good i mean it's difficult at the moment to really give um, exactly massive massive indication or predictions or food for because of the the uncertainty that that we find ourselves in but i think once the, the the prime minister is elected and we know who that's going to be we'll be in a better position so maybe we'll revisit this matt um and uh yeah we'll see how the the landscape is and what's i mean go from there we can uh we can wrap it up there uh thanks for joining us today matt we will get you on another one because it's good hearing that frontline insight uh of what's going on so i do appreciate that so thank you for joining us on the show absolutely no pleasure and uh, thanks for having me and uh yeah look forward to potentially coming on maybe as you said when when things are a little bit more set in stone and we can get a bit more of an idea on the market and so on yeah well when we know what the hell is going on basically <laughs> <laughs> no brilliant thanks matt and uh yeah we'll we'll see you later take care bye-bye take care